Yeah, it is a rainy day over here, rain and wind. As soon as I get my coat on to like go get some steps, I'm like, okay, it's not raining. I'm gonna put my coat on and go get some steps. Then it starts raining as soon as I put my coat on. <laughs> Open the door, it's raining again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We won't talk about what my weather's like then. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably like 80 degrees over there, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, it's like 83, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've gone outside a couple times today to walk because it's just so pretty. It's, I've been procrastinating. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Homeschool Teacher Lounge. Back after a couple weeks off, and we're happy to be back. I am Misty Winkler, and I write and podcast at Simply Convivial about homeschooling and homemaking and doing life cheerfully. And my co-host is Pam Barnhill, or that way. Hi, yeah, yeah, whichever <laughs> side I'm on. I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have two podcasts. I have the Your Morning Basket podcast, all about gathering with your children and, and learning together, and then also 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool, which is quick, actionable, little homeschool tips just to help you have a better homeschool. So, uh, and you can find me at pambarnhill.com. Well, you have had a busy few weeks of travel. Give us I the update. Have. <laughs> <laughs> I have had a busy, it feels like forever since I have seen you or talked to you. Um, and it does feel like I've just been in the car going, going, going. Um, because I actually traveled this past weekend too. So, um, but yeah, so we did two great homeschool conventions, which were awesome and amazing. If you are nice. thinking, oh, you know, do I want to go to the great homeschool convention this year? Like, you know, do I want to? I'm just worried about what things are going to be like. And, um, you know, is it going to be exciting? It, it, it is. It's exciting. It's exciting and wonderful. They've just, uh, they've been fabulous conventions. The crowds have been great. Everybody's just so happy to be there and nice. uh, so excited to be homeschooling. So um, it's been awesome. So, Fun. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Awesome. And so you haven't been home much, so there's not much homeschooling, but you took your you're taking kids with you and yeah yeah so i took on the the first week i took john with me he went with me for greenville because uh, it's a little bit of a tougher convention and he did a fabulous job helping us get set up and everything you know i never force or require my kids to work in the booth that's like totally up to them they're really just along for the ride and they can do what they want to now i do offer a little financial incentive you know <laughs> you can help it. and he did and um, so that was good. And then last, the last time, which wasn't last week, I had been home for a week and we have been homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the last week I took John and Thomas with me. So that's the first time Thomas has ever been to, allowed to go without dad. And um, so th that was, this is kind of a big year for him to see yeah. like, can I handle it. And, you know, will I do okay with it? He's 12 and, um, he's the baby, so sometimes, you know, yeah. But anyway, he did fabulous. Anybody who was nice. at that convention who saw him will tell you. He won over everybody. He did a fabulous job. Uh, Colleen's son, Trevor, actually runs our booth, and he said it's a good thing we're not working on commission because Thomas would be getting all of them. 
and um, he made himself a little money and yeah it was good so very valuable life skills picked up uh during the last couple weeks and then they did have things to do when they were at home and you know you know how it is when you leave and leave them here there are varying degrees of uh quality work being done (laughs) (laughs) the expectations just have to be aligned properly (laughs) This is correct. Yes. And my expectations were here and I was perfectly happy with what went on. (laughs) So, yeah, but we have, we have kind of gotten back into the swing of things uh, since I've been back and not like we didn't immediately jump back into it. So it's, it's been kind of like a sputtering start, but now we're feeling pretty good. And we have a few weeks before we leave again. And the next time I'll be gone by myself. So okay. I'm setting them up. I'm like, oh, I've got this science experiment kit in the closet. We're going to like finish up this little science book we've been doing. And now you're going to have that to do while I'm gone. So just stuff like that. And yeah. they, they're working on their writing and, and things. So anyway, that's us. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. Well, last week was our spring break week. Oh, so we didn't do school last week. And the week before that, was definitely the last week of a term where the weather was nice most days so it really just felt like can't we just be done and go out (laughs) so it's probably you know the the weather today it's like oh yeah we might as well be doing school (laughs) right right but um yeah so now we're back and this is our last term so we have six weeks of school left So when I made the checklists, I did go through the books and the things that like, what are we on track with? What, where do we need to uh, zero in on so that we do finish by the end of the school year? And what, what am I giving up? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I just released a video about this last week. Like, what do you do if you're not finished with your homeschool curriculum? And that was one of the things I talked about is, yeah. what are we going to give up? What's not making it into the 75%? Yes. <laughs> so. so, you know, I've, I think as far, if you compare how we did this year with Latin, versus other years, I think we did pretty good. I think we made it through more than half of the program. Um, and so, uh, and we're doing visual Latin too. And I was looking at it like, you know what, something needs to go on the school list because I know that the weather is going to end up being nice. There's going to be a few more opportunities for just going hiking or doing things. And we're get, we're just, I know after over a decade of homeschooling <laughs> that the last term is just full of spring fever and yeah. tired of doing all the things. So I just thought, looked at the list and thought through, you know, what are the things I really want to keep doing and wrap up? And that's what we're going to do. And we're not going to do any of the other stuff. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So we should definitely be able to be done by lunch most days. And I think that will really help the, the spring restless feeling. Help the morale. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
I've definitely like we're like not doing all the lessons in the writing book. I'm flipping through and saying these are the ones we're gonna do and these are the ones we're not gonna do. And uh so we've started doing that as well. Now math they, they hit every single lesson. But you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. So, but we also aren't time. trying we also aren't trying to finish a math book by the end of the year. They just do a oh, lesson no. Oh, no. and stop yeah. and pick up. So yeah. Totally, yeah. And actually, my high schoolers, I don't know. I'll have to see how busy they're going to be. Mm-hmm. My high schoolers will probably have to do math during the summer. I might let them have a month off. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't decided yet. Yeah. So, Well, we are going to start construction on a new house. So that was another thing where it's looking at the next six weeks and who knows, but we would like the project, like dirt should be moving sometime in the next six weeks. And so that's going to mean my mind's going to be elsewhere. So right. <laughs> things had to be cut. And then, you know, for the summer and when that does start, there will be other opportunities for them to learn different learn. kinds of skills. So yep. we'll go with yep. that. <laughs> For sure. Kind of like going to convention. They're just. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So our topic today is homeschooling teens. And how is homeschooling teens different from homeschooling like the 10 and under crowd? And I, I like that conversation point, that contrast, because it kind of skips over the 11 and 12 year old. We're just, maybe <laughs> we're that's, just more of them. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, so gosh. now yours are all over 10 now, right? You've got. Yes, they're all over 10, but I do have a 12 year old. So um, I do have one in that messy middle and then. <laughs> Uh, one who just turned 15 and then one who's 16, almost 17. So I would say the biggest thing I noticed is that, like, nobody wants to get up and get started early. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and they all want to stay up late. Yes. So that's, that's been kind of an adjustment. Even the kid who I thought was never going to be somebody who slept in like I mean he got up at five o'clock six o'clock he was the kid who always like if I would get up at five he would get up at four you know he would be up at 505 if I got up at 445 he would be up at 450 Mm -hmm. and but he now you know wants to sleep in so it finally happened if you have one of those early risers it probably will eventually (laughs) (laughs) yes so I've yeah. never been one who naturally moves quick in the morning. And so it really doesn't bother me much. Um, you know, it's always just a, a a game on the other end of making sure that we get done in time for the afternoon things. Right. Yeah, because there are often more afternoon things for those older kids than there ever were for the elementary kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and more important things, you know, something that you can't just blow off. Like, right. We're, we have to work. We're, we have a job. We have to be there on time. Somebody's depending on us. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So I have an 18 year old who's 
graduated and moved out and all on his own. And then a 16 year old senior. So, and he was at the community college this last year. Um, so he's not really being homeschooled really this year either. And then a 14 year old, the 12 year old and a nine year old. So we saw one in that elementary under 10, uh, yeah, under 10, but just but barely. <laughs> so it's a whole new phase of life for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes it depends on, you know, I can think of, well, what's the major difference? And I still, because I do have kids with uh, learning disabilities, I do still sit with my kids and do a lot more than I think your average person who has like a super independent, um, you know, teenager. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's going to depend on your family and everything as to what that looks like and how that happens. Um, because, you know, we do like pick a science topic. Well, it doesn't make sense for me to say to my daughter who's, you know, could go and take the science topic and study it on her own. It doesn't make sense for me to say, well, I'm going to do it with these two over here and you just go do it by yourself, <laughs> you know, because she's the only one. And so we actually do a lot of things together as a family. So for us, in a lot of ways, homeschooling hasn't changed as much as you might think, but I know it's not always like that. Um, you know, I've spoken to friends who have like one child at home and they're, you know, that child is a ninth grade or something like they're just so independent. They just come and check in with me. And I could totally see that being the case when it's just me and Thomas. Um, but it's not that way yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and sometimes, and I will say this also as a, someone who was a homeschooled teenager, um, and I found it to be true with my own too. They can look really independent and on top of it. But if you aren't actually looking at their work, yeah. they're only doing as much as they want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which mm -hmm. is never as much as they ought to be doing. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there still needs to be some kind of checking in and oversight. And, and you know, I do think it helps the learning to actually sink in if they have someone doing it with them or someone to talk to about it and not just to be totally independent and all on their own with it. So right. some kind of, whether that's pulling in some friends to do it with or even just being there as the homeschool mom, you're not teaching, there goes the headphone. <laughs> you're not teaching, but uh, you're kind of learning alongside yeah. Uh, just being there. And I do think that that helps. Yeah. 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 I want to try to tell this story without throwing a kid under the bus, but um, <laughs> I have one who's working in a writing book fairly independently. And so I'm looking at the questions and answers today. And the question was, um, and then I'm going to phrase this very poorly, but um, it's like, where does however usually fit best in a sentence? And the answer that the child wrote was after the comma. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're not wrong. <laughs> but however, yeah, however. <laughs> The child insisted that that was exactly where 
it goes in the Senate. But I'm like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I don't think we're learning very much from that answer. <laughs> so. And then there was a little bit of petulance, like, am I going to have to change all of these answers? And I started, like, looking down the page and glancing down the page and just doing a little check-in. I'm like, no, the rest of them are fine. It's just this one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Got it straight. <laughs> well, we get that. Actually, even, even in the 10 and under crowd, as, as soon as they can write things like... Um, word sentence answers to math word problems where there should be a number answer they'll talk back to the to the math question (laughs) (laughs) joe should do his own math (laughs) joe shouldn't be making pies (laughs) just eat the whole pie It's like, yeah, you could have figured out the answer and all the time it took you to write that. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes, uh, especially when you have all younger students, it's easy to think that when they're teenagers, then it's going to be easier. It's going to be less work. Um... And it's different. It's a different kind of relationship because you're not, um, there's a lot more, um, I don't know, individualized, a lot more teaching, like being there, helping them get the next thing when they're little, where you really have to be involved in the whole process. And a lot more, you know, just reading aloud and that kind of thing. And then as they get older, you know, they do get a checklist and they do have work but they still do need oversight and uh, some kind of relationship element and um, independent doesn't mean they don't need mom anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like when they were under 10, when I had three under 10, I felt more like, you know, Lucy in the chocolate factory where I was just like, you know, stuff in like just trying to like get the thing. Like there were so many moving parts and I was trying to keep up with all the moving parts. I was the worker. Right. Mm-hmm. And now I mm-hmm. feel more like the manager. Yeah. So, you know, even with the fact that I, I'm still there with them um, in case they need me or something like that. Um, you know, it still feels more like management instead of, working in the thing so Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. and I will say I I know that a lot of people get a little nervous looking at high school and homeschooling high school and one it's not that bad you can do it (laughs) It, it, and if you because you're not you don't have to be the teacher of all the subjects you're just yeah the one finding the, the right resources and making sure that the work happens. Right. And then, you know, I don't do grades mm-hmm. in, in any of their stuff. They have to correct every math problem still, just like they did all throughout from the very beginning. So we still use that same math pattern, I guess. We have stuck with math, you see, the whole way through. 
and um, yeah, I did. So for my oldest, I never had to make a transcript. And for because my, he did running start. Yeah, yep. He did the dual enrollment at the community college. So all he had right. to do was pass the test to get in. And then he took classes and then he had a community college transcript. So his high school transcript was not required when he applied for his four-year degree. Right. And my second son applied to a private Christian college and I did need to make a transcript. And it took me about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> without ever giving a grade to anything, without ever keeping track. You know, I had the plans. I have the things that we did that were just right. part of my homeschool planning from the previous years. I pulled them up. I said, well, this is what we did. Um, used a template and it took 20 minutes and it was good to go. Yeah, uh, Sarah talks about, Sarah McKenzie, uh, when we speak, and we a lot of times get questions about high school, and I can't remember, I think she got this from Heather Woody, but she just talks about the fact that, like, people are so worried about, like, writing out course descriptions and things like that, and she's like, really, they just want, like, English 1, English 2, English 3, like, don't write out the course descriptions, you know, like, just put in the name of the thing and make it yeah. standard your transcript looks like everybody else's and that's what they're after. Yeah. No. Yeah. They aren't actually like putting your kid through a litmus test to see right. if he, they're just, it's just bureaucracy. It's just a hoop to jump through. Right. If you make it as vanilla as possible, that's, that's, they just want the box checked. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, Oh. Yeah, and I will say that on the days that the attitudes are halfway decent or better, I really <laughs> enjoy homeschooling teens. Yes. You know, I mean, there are bad days, just like there were bad days when they were little. There are days that I just kind of want to throw up my hands and cry, or I'm like, you know. <laughs> but for the most part, they're fun to talk to. Um, you know, they're fun to be around. We have a good time and enjoy it, so... You know, yeah. can't ask for more than that. Yep. Yep. You trade in some of the cute factor for actually having banter and reading good books and talking about them together that, you know, you say, oh, I would just choose to read this on my own. But now I get to read it with my teenager and have someone to talk about it with who's an interesting person. And you just see yeah. them become their own person, too, where, you know, maybe there's a lot more imitation going out when they're little you you think you have a lot of influence and control there and then they're teens and you're like well there you are this is just this is you <laughs> and i like you but you're not me and that's okay <laughs> I like <laughs> so it's fun to see them just grow into their own own people yep very much so all right. Well, here's to a strong homeschool week. Yep. A big finish. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the year. It's just going to happen. <laughs> I'm always like, we're going to finish strong, and we never do. We always fizzle. <laughs> That's why the fall has to be really strong. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Very much so. All right, we'll talk to you next week, Pam. Bye.